grace to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Any idea what this is? I heard a couple guesses over here. Let's extend this a little. Maybe that helps. All right, so Dina's got it. We'll see if you have one of these. Okay, no, she doesn't. So if I put my uh, cell phone in there now, what is this? Yeah, it's a selfie stick. Pretty cool invention. You can do all kinds of things with it. Of course, what's the, uh, what's the main thing you do with the selfie stick? You take a picture of yourself. But you don't just want to have a picture of, of yourself. You, you want a picture of yourself doing something or, or being somewhere. My favorite big city, Frank Moot's my favorite city, my favorite big city is St. Louis. So, got to have a picture there with the arch. And of course, every Cardinal fan wants his picture at uh, Bush Stadium. I have no idea where that dog is. He just kind of showed up. Paris is a city that has some pretty cool landmarks too. So, there I am by uh, Notre Dame Cathedral. The Eiffel Towers in Paris. So I, I hope you don't get vertigo on, on this one. It's a good thing I'm not afraid of heights. It's really a good thing I'm not afraid of heights. And I got one more picture, the Great Wall in China. <laughs> Pastor Adams, how'd you get in there? All right, well, thanks to Dan Reinert for doing some uh, photoshopping there. That's a selfie stick. It's a lot more than a selfie stick. What it really is, is a sign of the times. It's a symbol of our age, and, and, and really any age. But what's the point of a selfie stick? Myself. And who, let's say it this way, what would I rather study than anything else? Me. That's not what we're going to do for these next 30 weeks with a little break in between for Advent and Christmas. Do you see a problem? If, if I, or now you, are the focus of our study, I hope you do. And if you do, then we can help. Because believe isn't about us. Believe is about Jesus. And one of the things that, that initially and especially attracted me to this believe study is the progression of thought as, as we work our way through each of the ten week segments. It's all about Jesus. Think like Jesus, that's what we believe. Act like, now we're in the uh, in the outline in your, in your service folder. Act like Jesus, that's how we behave. Be like Jesus, that's, that's what we become. It's, it's how we answer the question, Christian, what do you want to be when you grow up? I don't think I'd ever put it in these terms before, but I, I, I love this and I think of it often now that I've started working on this. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be like Jesus. In fact, that's uh, on your believe 
cards. So if you want to take those out now, you can rip them off of the, uh, the service folder. And one person in the family hopefully has uh, completed the attendance side. But you can get more than just one of these as you come in, and we're going to have more of, of this week's. Week by week, they'll change in the order of service, but we'll have some of these in the, uh, in the pew racks uh, for some time to come. Because you might not be ready to check one of these boxes today. I, I hope you are, but if you're not, it's okay. We're not keeping score. But if you look right in the, uh, right in the middle of that believe card where it says, I believe, I want to think, act, and be like Jesus. And don't just quick check it so you can put it in the box or put it out of your mind. Think about what this could mean for you because it could mean a lot to think like Jesus and to act like him and to be like Jesus. Whenever you're ready, if that's today or, or if you want to take it home and pray about it and, and bring it back or, or wait and do it in, in the future, whenever you're ready, check that box I want to think, act, and be like Jesus. Now we're going to look at the, uh, at the bottom section of that. You recognize, I think, the two parts to the, to the sermon uh, outline as well as to this week's Believe card from that, the man. Such a, such a wonderful confession that he made. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. When I first uh, looked at the, the, the chapter titles for the, uh, for the first 10 weeks of the study, I thought, I got this. I'm a highly trained professional. Been at this for a long time. Yeah, I know what I believe, and I believe what I believe. I'm all set. And then two things happened that caused me to uh, start to think about that a little bit differently. One of them was that I picked up this book. This is the companion piece uh, for Believe, the, the main uh, textbook you got to have. This one I think you got to have as well. Uh, the main textbook is primarily the scripture passages arranged according to topics, extremely important. This is some devotional thoughts from the editor of the series, Randy Frazee. Many of you remember him from, uh, from the story uh, a couple years ago. His introductory chapter, by the way, all of these materials, five bucks, down in the bookstore or over at the, I'm not a salesman, uh, but over at the, uh, at the reception desk during the week, that's price is good through September. So we encourage you to take advantage uh, of that. But in the, uh, in the introduction to this, which I almost skipped, sure glad I didn't, in the introduction to that, Randy Frazee talks about something called the prayer of, or the confession of unbelief. Oh, what's this about? So I read it, and I encourage you to do it too. But, but he picked on one of these ten and said it dawned on him that he, wasn't sure, he believed it, but he wasn't sure that he, that he fully believed it. And I thought, well, I wonder, for me, how, how often that's true. I hadn't really thought about it that way before. And I'd like to think about it that way right now with you. Briefly, just very briefly working through these. We're going to ask you at some point to check one. You're going to be tempted to check them all. That's the easy way out. Or maybe to, I could have checked three or four pretty easily, but I limited myself to one. I'll tell you which one it is in a little bit, and then we're going to ask you to, uh, to do the same. And you remember, where do these go? In the boxes 
at the exit. So you don't hand them to anybody. You don't put them anywhere except in those offering boxes. Otherwise, we get confused, and, and that's just not a pretty sight. So the, uh, the bottom half of the Believe card asks to check the belief I most need. We need God's help for all these. I know that. The belief I most need God's help to fully accept is... The first one there, God is triune. But actually, after these were printed and I read it again, it's more than that. That chapter is about more than that God is triune. That's there. But it's really about God is God, which means I'm not. Sometimes I wish I were. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Second one, God cares about me. At first thought, I, I, I do pretty well with this. I don't doubt God's love for me, even in the tough times in life. I don't. That's a blessing. I give God all the credit and glory for that. I, I don't doubt his love for me, no matter what happens. At least I haven't yet. But here's the thing. While I don't doubt his love, sometimes I am afraid of it. Because in his love, sometimes God takes his people places we don't want to go. On journeys we'd never choose for ourselves. And that we don't understand why we're there. So while I don't doubt God's love for me. Sometimes I don't much like the way he expresses it. No, I'm not there yet. Not even close. Salvation is in Jesus only. Well, that should be an easy one to to accept because it's all over the scriptures, especially the New Testament scriptures. You, You couldn't say it any more plainly than it's said in the Bible. And yet for, for, for many people this is still a struggle because, especially these days, it sounds so outdated, it sounds insensitive, exclusivistic, out of step with the times. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. The Bible is always true. Well, of course it is. It's God's word. So then why do we choose so often to ignore the commands and and the encouragements that are found there? Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. My identity is in Christ. I love being his baptized child. Anna doesn't know it yet, but she will too. And all who have been baptized into the name of Jesus. That's our identity, but sometimes I can take more satisfaction in what I've done or what I own. Lord, I believe. You know the next part. Help my unbelief. Okay, I'm trying not to invite these people 
to, uh, to say it with me, but you must all be Lutheran. So the next time I say it, you're invited anyway to say it with me. And, and I, this, this prayer, I think, is one of the most important prayers in the scriptures. The next one, the church is God's agent. Jesus tells us the gates of hell won't prevail. And he sends his church out into the world. And yet, we look at the state of the church in Europe. Or what's becoming the state of the church in the United States. And, and the way that our influence has just fallen completely off the last 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. Or you look at our own church, whether you're a member at St. Lawrence, or you're visiting from another church, and you see some good, but you also see some not so good. And you say, how can God accomplish his purpose with this group of people? Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. God loves all humanity. Good. We don't have any delusions about, about our goodness, do we? So it's wonderful to know that he loves all people because I know for sure that means he loves me. Yet there are some people that from history or or current times, I kind of wish he didn't love so much because they are so evil. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. God calls me to have compassion. I can do that. Except for those times when I'm too self-absorbed or too busy or just distracted. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Heaven and hell are real. Yes! But, and this is kind of Randy Frazee's uh, confession of unbelief, I kind of like my life on earth. Not in any big hurry. To get to heaven. I think that's maybe part of what God's love tries to teach us sometimes. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Now, some of you noticed that I skipped one. It was not accidental, by the way. It was intentional. I saved it for last. This is the one I checked. And I'm going to just have a little bit more uh, to say about it. And that's the one that says that God owns everything. Oh, I believe that. I've, I've preached that many times. You've heard me preach that. But this is the second thing that, that happened. The first was reading that, the introduction to, uh, uh, to the companion piece, the devotional book. The second thing that happened that made me think this through in a different way happened at the hospital. It was the first time that our daughter Emily was hospitalized. And our eight-year-old nephew told his mom when Emily was in the hospital told his mom, costs a lot of money to be in the hospital. I'm going to give Emily some of my money. Jacob had been saving his money. I don't remember what, you know, it changes every week, what, what uh, kids save their money for. I think it was some kind of Star Wars, something or other. But he gave Emily half of his money, $2.35. And he put it in a card. And this card is what got me thinking. I love money. But I love you more. Hope you get well or hope you feel better. Now, just a, just a little aside. Uh, you know, anything your grandkids say, 
You know that. Anything your grandkids say is precious. But some are a little more precious or, or maybe a little more insightful than others. So, of course, this went on to Facebook, and I think it got texted around a little bit. So our son Aaron, who lives uh, over in the Grand Rapids area, was not going to let his little punk nephew make him look bad. So he came to visit Emily shortly after that, and he gave Emily a card with $3 in it. And he told Jacob, see, I love Emily more than you do. That was a joke, of course. Well, you got to know how our family operates. But anyway, so um, here's the next uh, text that I sent to Aaron. That's uh, Jacob handing a dollar bill to Emily. So he upped the ante. So Aaron didn't quite know what to do. He said, where did Jacob get the money? I said, he's got a banker. That's me. And... uh, So then Aaron dropped out of the competition because he realized the banker's pockets were a little deeper uh, than his own. Okay, that's not the point. The point is the card. How many of us, and I'm, that's why I'm checking this one, how many of us would write that card to God, the the left-hand panel? God, I love money, but I, I, I love you more. We want to say that, don't we? At least I do. I guess I shouldn't put you um, in that. That Maybe that's you and maybe it isn't. And, well, okay, sounds good on, on Jacob's card. Isn't that what, what we can say to God? Actually, no. Not if we're fully believing what he says. Jesus, in his Sermon on the Mount, says, No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. And in case we don't get it, the next thing he says is, you cannot serve both God and money. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Okay, so now it's your turn. If you will... uh, Take out those cards. You've already marked one. Fine. If you haven't, um, go ahead and mark one. Now, you just have to trust us because I know on the, on the one side of, of some of these cards, you're going to sign your name. We're not keeping score. We don't care who says what. Now, if you're really worried about that, um, take a fresh one. That's all right. And, and, and don't, put a, don't put a name on there. We still want one person from each family to, uh, to do the attendance side. And where are you going to put those? into boxes. We'd like as many of you as want to to uh, fill out the believe side. And if you're not ready to do that yet, take it home or wait and and do it uh, next weekend or the weekend after that or the weekend after that. Because it's only when when we prayerfully think this through that God's word really has the chance to do what what he wants it to do, which is to help us to think, act, and ultimately to be more like Jesus. Amen. And the peace of God which passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.